Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Flow, the podcast. My name is Jen, and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive business advisor, founder of the School of Intuitive Leadership, and United Nations consultant. I help entrepreneurs find the path of least resistance, make the biggest impact, and experience exponential success. This podcast is about learning to trust your gut and take intuitive leaps forward towards the expansive life that is calling you inside. In these episodes, I will be inviting you to intuitively lead and live your most aligned and expansive life. We will talk about what it looks like and feels like to listen to our intuition, which comes through the channel of our right brain, and how to take action on it, which happens in our left brain. My mission is to help you navigate your business and life with your most important asset, your intuition, get unstuck and take leaps that will allow you to bring your visions and yearnings to life. I want you to leave with aha moments, deep insights, clarity on your next steps, and more importantly, a reminder that the solutions and clarity you are seeking are right inside of you. Make sure to connect with me over at jenniferjaneyoung.com and join our community at theschoolofintuitiveleadership.com. Hi, everyone. It's Jen, and I'm really excited to be here with you today and to introduce you to a dear friend of mine, uh, Megan Miller. So we are going to be talking about what it looks like to say yes to your yes, to trust your gut and take the leap in business and in life. So um, we're doing a special series from now until... Christmas 2022. And we're going to be talking with different people around what it looked like for them to trust and listen to their intuition and what it looked like to actually take the leap forward and and what their life is like now. Um, So with Megan, we had a really inspiring conversation about how um, listening to her gut uh, that led her towards expanding her business into teaching Spanish pulled her out of a really, really dark moment in her life. Um, And so we just have a really funny, raw, honest conversation around her journey. And um, we dive into, you know, what it looks like to lead your business and life intuitively. And so I hope it inspires you. You are going to love Megan. She is just the most refreshing human being I've ever met. She is a really important person in my life. She is also um, part of the School of Intuitive Leadership and is continually doing this deep intuitive work with us. So enjoy and I will see you in the conversation. Water by you? Is that the blue by the white? That's my pool. Uh Oh, look at you all fancy. Thank you. Yes, I actually almost fell off of my booster seat, so I'm just re- redoing my booster seat. Wait, let me try to clean my... Oh, is this making it worse? <laughs> I got a second. I'm trying to clean my screen. Oh, I think I just made it worse, Megan. Yeah, oh, my screen's all wet and gross, but um, yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to use Clorox wipes on a Mac screen. No. <laughs> this Sorry, is where I'm gonna have to. Yeah, this is where you're coming soon. Yes, with my SPF 80. <laughs> I mean, does SPF 80 even exist? Oh yes, I growing up I had SPF 100, which is so ironic because I teach people all about the culture and the lifestyle of Spanish-speaking. Um, <clears throat> countries. I don't know why I forgot that word all of a sudden. País. <laughs> <laughs> what does país? We've been on Zoom for like 35 hours. That's why. Megan. 
Hola, ¿cómo estás, amiga? Hola, mi corazón, ¿cómo estás? Bien, gracias. So we are obviously going to do this in English, but Megan and I have a, a shared passion and love for the Latin culture and the Spanish language. So we might be throwing in some Spanish words as we chat today. Um, first of all, um, I just want to say that I'm really honored to have you as my first guest to kick off this special series that we're doing from now until Christmas. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, the podcast is called Finding Your Flow, um, which is essentially for me about like finding your alignment and like finding that sweet spot where you are just really fulfilled and making the impact you want and experiencing the success that you want. Um, <clears throat> but I am publishing a book this fall called Say Yes to Your Yes, How to Trust Your Gut and Take the Leap in Business and Life. And I wanted to do a series from now until the end of the year to just talk with entrepreneurs that I know and love and have really inspiring stories. So we can talk about the realness behind what it looks like to listen to your gut and then take the leap. Um, and just, you know, connect with each other through shared stories so we can, one, encourage each other to say yes to our intuitive nudges and remember that we're human and remember that there's no perfect way to do this. And sometimes it's messy and hard, but it's also really fun and expansive. So I want us to dive into that together today. So um, Megan and I met through a... Um, I went to this webinar. She was the tech girl there. And then she, like she says, Facebook stalked me and uh, reached out and we got on a call and we've been like connected at the hip ever since. Um, and you have a really beautiful story and like so much passion in what you do. And so I really want us to dig into that today. Um, you've, you've, experienced my work also <clears throat> we've done some coaching sessions you're in the intuitive business incubator so you are you've got both feet into this journey of like leading your business and life intuitively so we have like a practice field where we can play with this together um so tell us Megan today I wanted to talk about how your intuition pulled you out of a dark place so can you um, share a little bit about like where you were in that moment when you decided to go to that place, which I'll let you say, and what, what was pulling at you intuitively inside and like, what was that journey for you? Well, it's such a good, I think, series of stories to kind of cut it short, <laughs> meaning cutting it short and not doing a full two-week seminar around it. Um, I was the straight-A perfectionist, um, always doing what I was told, overachieving, post-it note type A person all of my life. Um, little did I know that I also had clinical anxiety and depression. And so I lived with that kind of undiagnosed for about seven years. Um, in the course of those seven years, of course, life goes on. So I was graduating high school. I was president of my 4-H club. I was um, going to university in, in a state 500 
plus miles away. Um, all things that kind of look like success. I was one of the youngest people in my cohort to study abroad and go to Madrid, Spain. Um, and on the outside, it looked like success, but on the inside, there was a lot of turmoil and struggle and poor coping mechanisms. We'll just call them that. And I was not listening to my intuition because I didn't know what that meant. I was never right. taught what is that how thing? to do that. And I mean, life goes on. It wasn't really until I started my businesses and I met you and I'm like, what is this intuition? Like, I just thought that it was, you know, my eye was twitching because I drink too much coffee and not enough water and like eat sweets as a coping mechanism now. So um, throughout all of that, it was, you know, there's this huge, powerful force on the outside of us that's kind of tugging and nudging and whispering. Um, but I am very brash. I, I'm also very oblivious. I needed something that was more than a tug or a whisper. And so I was in Madrid um, and I kind of, my host mom at the time, um, I think knew that I was, I was struggling a bit not only just fitting in, but finding myself. I mean, college is where you do all the soul searching and you make all the mistakes and hopefully you don't make them again as an adult. Not to say that I didn't do that, but uh, <laughs> she she told me, aprovechar la experiencia, to make the most of my experience, to aprovechar Ooh. la ciudad, aprovechar tu momento to make the most of or to take advantage of all that was there for me. Um, and for me, what that looked like was simply kind of surviving and then immediately going into therapy, uh, court-ordered therapy, uh, at the end of that semester abroad. So it allowed me, I mean, that was just a huge catalyst for mental health, um, for my sense of self to be like, oh, this isn't normal. <laughs> maybe, maybe these coping mechanisms aren't the best. And um, so that, that was a huge catalyst. And in, in the back of my mind, I had a provechar kind of tinkering around. Um, anything bad came, came out of life, you know, um, I had to work a double, I was triple booked something. Um, at one point in time, I was a first-year forum mentor uh, to a group of freshmen and first-year students, and there was a death on campus, like so unspeakable. And so I was trying to support my forum group, and that night had an event where I was being awarded an award from the university. So it was like this huge duality. Mental hangover just I was emotionally hungover for at least a couple days after that and that's when Aprovechar really kind of came out it was how do you make the most of this how do you take advantage of the situation and life and death and award ceremonies and and some of the worst moments in people's lives so um intuition it was always a bit of a a shadow um, because as I said earlier, the universe whispers, it doesn't just push you. And sometimes I needed to be pushed. Um, and so we 
try to forge our own path and we might fall down and then we get up again and there's probably a 90s rock song in there. Um, and for me, that whole uh, instance looked like um, almost a decade in the IT consulting arena. And it was still my intuition saying, language, training, helping, education is power, knowledge is power. You want to share that. Mm. You want to bring that to people. You want to build those bridges. You want to fill those gaps. And so I finally started listening to my intuition after years of it saying, is this really what you want? Or do you want to go aprovechar something else? Mm. Aprovechar your actual um, moment, your actual gift, your actual pieces of magic that you can bring out in the world. And so that to me is, is what intuition is. It's the reason of being. It is the reason why I keep coming back to aprovechar um, as a word, as a verb, as, as a company. <laughs> I, I keep coming back to it because it's worth it. Yeah. So what I love about this story, so just FYI, um, Megan now runs Aprovechar Language Solutions and teaches Spanish. Um, intuition sometimes comes through us, but sometimes intuition is kind of thrown at us through somebody else or through something else. And I love how your whole path opened up from this one wise woman through this dark time just said, you know what? enjoy take advantage of this time and that just became like your guiding star your your theme moving forward and what I love also about this journey and what I tell people often is like intuition will never give up on you ever it will come back and it will come back like it starts with a whisper and then it's like nudges you a little bit stronger and then it starts you know raising its voice and then it starts shouting and then if you really don't listen that's when we like experience like these dramatic moments in our life right because intuition is like I'm not giving up on you this thing is for you you need to listen to it and like you cannot listen to it if you want but you're just gonna have to keep moving forward with like this voice shouting at you and it becomes kind of overwhelming um and so I love how you got that first nudge from that woman. It really resonated with you. And that's what intuition is. It's like, oh, something feels true here. Something feels right here. And then it, and then that word and that way of being just kept knocking at your door, which led you to this passion that you have around Spanish and, and teaching Spanish and the Latin culture. So I'm curious before this whole Spain, um, trip were you having nudges before around Spanish Latin culture did something happen before or did it really just crack open when you landed in Spain it definitely cracked open when I landed in Spain um and honestly it took 10 years between that time in Spain to to creating my business so it was it was 10 years of me saying, shh, not now. I need more experience. Shh, not now. I need this certification. Shh, not now. I'm getting married. <laughs> um, there's there's enough time for change. Uh, so I, I definitely shied away from it 
uh, within those 10 years and really before that, so before Spain, so my first 19 years of existence, um, I think it was, but I never knew what it was. And so I, I never paid attention to it. Um, where I would get like these little moments or flashes of like, um, something's wrong or something's right, really right. Um, whether they're a moral compass, whether it was intuitive flashes, I just, I never was in that environment that welcomed this other side of being. It was always the external, never the internal. What are people saying about us? What are people thinking about us? What are people, it's always the other people. It's never internal. So it wasn't until I moved away from that entire environment to a school that I had been to twice, not knowing anyone, um, and said, this is, this is a time to explore me and to kind of get away from the noise. And that's been, that's been kind of experienced over and over again, where after I graduated, I came to DC with $1,200 knowing seven people. And it was very much like starting over. It was like, well, this is new. This is different. I've done this before. And it's quieting those kind of external voices and instead listening to your internal. But when you're in the thick of it, you don't think of that. You, no. you think of the suck. You're like, man, this sucks. Man, this sucks. Yeah. And in the thick of it, your left brain takes over. Like we talk about this a lot in the in the incubator. And just in my work, I talk about a lot this a lot. And I love that you said that, that like, you know, often in life, we are being guided by external things, you know, we don't go inward. And that's why I'm just so excited about like the opportunities we're creating in the school of intuitive leadership to allow people space to do that inward uh, work. Also, like we have all the practical and strategic stuff is all there. Like you're, that's like the icing on the cake. We're going to help you practically. We're going to help you strategically in your business. And we're creating space for you to go inward and to hear that voice and to find the support and courage that you need to like take action on it, you know, so that, and this is like what we're doing now together is like, you don't need to wait 10 years now to take that next intuitive leap. Like, let's do it now and see what happens because you're not doing it alone. Whereas when you don't, when you don't really have the support of the people around you, like you said, and you're kind of surrounded by just people who are kind of functioning from their left brains like there's not even space for awareness around our intuition. And so it takes time for it to come out and to start to befriended and, and trusted and get to know it. Um, so I love that. And the other thing I wanted to highlight is that I think there's a lot of myths around intuition. Like we have this idea that like, we're going to be sitting and it's going to come in like a lightning bolt and like, <laughs> we get this big aha and then we know exactly what to do. Not at all. Like it can be super subtle and it can sometimes look like, I don't know why, but I just made a decision to go study in Spain. There's no logical sense behind this, but, and then something cracks open there and then you are guided intuitively towards something, right? So you don't always need to understand Actually, you barely ever need to understand why you've made a decision, why you're going somewhere, why you've been invited somewhere. You just need to get curious and and like step forward and go see and go see what happens. And look at this. That's something completely new to me. Um, I mean, it's 
it took me, I don't know, about three years to actually trust that Google was giving me the right directions on Google Maps. So imagine that it it's taking a very long time to trust intuition. Sometimes <laughs> it, I, I still refer to myself as an intuition baby because sometimes it's something in my gut. Sometimes it's like a little wiggle in the side of my head. Sometimes it's just a thought or a visual. And sometimes like deciding to leave my very secure job as an IT project manager and start my own language coaching business. Um, it comes to me as sitting in my car on the way home almost every day crying mm. because that's, that's what it was. And in the suck, you you're thinking about survival you aren't thinking about thriving and so the weird thing is that I always bring this back to Spanish because there are two verbs for to be you can be two things in Spanish you can either be permanently or you can be temporarily and ever since really leaning into aprovechar and to teaching and helping and understanding and connecting people now I think about those verbs a lot and I'm like is this a temporary being or is this a characteristic that is defining and that just kind of helps forge that identity mm, I love that I never thought about it that way ser y estar because I think you know the verb said is very related to like, as you just said that I was just like, Oh yeah, that's like our soul blueprint. That is the thing that will never shift inside of us, which is our intuition. Like that is the one thing we can depend on all the time, which is really interesting that we don't actually trust it. Cause the one thing that will never give up on us, they will always be there. They will always guide us to the right place. It doesn't always guide us to where we want to go, but it always guides us to where we need to go. And so I have a tough excruciating question for you because <laughs> I often ask myself this question and every time I ask it, I'm like, oh my God, imagine if you would have not said yes to that intuitive nudge back then to follow that aprovechar, what would your life look like today? It would probably be sadder. Very, very much sadder, but also it would probably be empty because mm -hmm. it's a very, what I was doing was very external facing. It was talking to stakeholders. It was tracking project milestones. It was very left brained. And on the inside, it just wasn't serving me. Um, it just, it reminds me of my hatred and sometimes acceptance of complacency I hated complacency growing up I was like why why are you so average <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> thing you can be complacently right? average and then as as I was about five or seven years into my career I was like oh I get it <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's good it's good to coast once in a while. It is easier. Yeah. It's nice to have the regular paychecks. It's nice yeah. to have the KPIs. It's nice to have the meetings and the requirements and the agendas and all of the corporate ROIs that we are trained to track. 
ever since that first day of college when the professor says check your syllabus that is what we track is you know in the corporate world we're like okay let's track our kpis um and yeah it is easy mm. but it's also empty it's not some people find joy and comfort and they are very very involved with their work I say great yeah for me in corporate that that was never the case I was putting on this mask and I was masquerading and I got so many like bonuses and I got moved up and I got promotions for doing the same things that in a lot of ways were similar to what I was doing in Spain Mm. I was miserable. I was coping, probably not super healthy. Mm. But on the outside, I made to-do lists. (laughs) I had post-its. I sent follow-up reminders. Um, So it's just, it's the game that we play. And everyone plays it at certain points and certain places and certain environments. And it's very much, is it a game or is it your life? Mm. I love that you just brought that up because we love post-its and to-do lists and agendas, right? We talk about this a lot. We love them. So we don't have to like bash the left brain, but we want to make sure to not let it lead and to put it in its place, right? Because if we're just moving from that place of logic and structure and rigidity like there's no space to it's like I can I just I can feel myself like I can't breathe and so we want a bit of both like we're human in in physical human form on this earth we need left brain stuff or else we would just be a bunch of like weirdos floating around doing nothing constructive all day okay yeah no one wants to be a gusano no one wants to be a worm that's just like floating around in the dirt right am I gonna die today in the sun am I gonna go find some dirt no one knows like we we need that structure we need a garden exactly um and the other thing I want to mention is like it doesn't have to be intuition or practicality it can be intuition and practicality and this is like again what we do in the incubator is like giving you resource so you can bring both in right And so you can be following your intuition and moving towards a dream and doing something to fill your bank account at the same time. You can be leading your life and business intuitively and staying organized with lists and post-its and asana. Like you want the end. I, I actually think that if you don't have the end, that's when things are out of balance, when it's just practicality it's out of balance when it's just intuition, it's out of balance. And so we need to bring those two together. And that's in my perspective, how we experience flow is when we know when to dip into each one. When is it time to be in the right brain? When is it time to be in the left brain? And I find that you're a really great example of someone who's learned to balance those and to honor both of those. You know, you're still you still have tech stuff in your world, but it's not your whole world anymore because you you created space for your intuition, for your passion, for your curiosity and creativity. Um, and then at some point you might, you know, decide to let go of the tech stuff and just do the language or you might not. So there's no 
there's no rules. There's no right way to, right way to do this. Um, the only thing I think that's important is just like, go see, step forward and go see like what, what could be. Que yeah. puedo, que, que puede estar en, en el espacio nuevo, right? What could be in the new space? And, and that poder verb as a noun means power, which yes, I remember the first ever tarot <laughs> card reading that you gave me. It was, it was my first one ever. And the word reckless came up mm. and it was like, I don't, I don't think that you would be reckless enough with your time. And I never heard of time being identified that way. Like, I always thought that my productivity equaled my worth. And for the last few years now, I know that that is a harmful thought. And I've started to become more self-aware of it. But I was like, all of a sudden, this recklessness piece of it. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a good word. Mm. And so now whenever I'm honoring that flow of you know what, I have energy to do a podcast recording today. I'm going to, I'm going to work on my podcast or I really want to sit down and write. I'm going to go work on a blog. Um, I can lean into that now without it being this very rigid, which is how I used to work of Hmm. very rigid. I'm working on these five projects today. I need to get this done. If I don't get this done, I'm a horrible person was kind of the the thought and as entrepreneurs we can burn out mm-hmm. so easily because whether we run our own business or we work in corporate is that equilibrium between the left brain and the intuition it's the equilibrium between the external and the internal forces but what i love about the school is that it allows us the space because also as an intuitive newbie right now i don't think about the space it's not part of my habit yet to sit here and go how do I feel (laughs) what do I have energy for uh what what feels good and with who and that I think is the key to sustainability Mm -hmm. anyone can run a business at any point right whether you run it for a day or you run it for a decade that's that's that internal force yeah it's the poder <laughs> it's the poder the power yes exactly and you know we had that conversation maybe a month ago like you made that switch really quickly like you really it, it and i think it's because when we had the conversation you were like yeah that feels intuitively true to me and so i'm curious now like how does it feel now to just follow that niggle like to follow that oh I feel like writing right now I feel like doing a podcast right now what how does it feel how does it feel and how does it feel different from the rigidity that you were in before es la libertad que busqué quite honestly it was that freedom that I was searching for when we had talked I I had been looking for it's like, do I need another piece of software? Do I need another process? Do I need some more paper? <laughs> right. I was searching for everything external of like, I'm not really happy <laughs> or comfortable with how I'm working, but I don't know how to fix it. And we had the conversation. I'm like, oh, golly gee whiz. <laughs> Who would have thunk? 
<laughs> that you can work so freely. Right. So essentially what you did is you just softened. Yeah. You just softened in your way of being, which was like so beautiful to see. And I want to say that like rigidity and overly leading with our left brains and our egos and our nervous system that, you know, things were going to die if we don't post five times on Instagram today, because, you know, that's serious stuff. Your business is going to break if you don't do that. Right. Um, now I just forgot my thought because I got, <laughs> I got lost in my joke. Oh, no, I remember my thought. So that rigidity gets in the way of our true self coming out. So I remember when I met you, I was like, whoa, there is a magical woman behind this tech girl. Like, what is she doing in tech? Like, you know, and the more we had conversations and talked about intuition and explored that space together, the more I saw Megan, like the 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 innate Megan coming out, like you're the rigidity was getting in the way of your humor and your, your, there's your, you have like this way of showing up in the world. There's just so um, fun and refreshing. And I, and I can see now that coming out in you more and more, like the other day when I was on Instagram and I saw your face in the post, I was like, holy fucking Luya, we get to see Megan. Finally, she's coming out of that rigid box, you know? And like, this is what I love seeing in entrepreneurs. It's like, ah, can we remove all of the layers of stress and shoulds and like, let the systems and the organizational stuff be fun. Like, let it be like brain candy. Like, oh, I get to put my intuitive idea into an Asana project. Like that can be fun. But when we don't leave enough space for intuition to come through and creativity to come through, I mean, it's like living in like a prison state kind of with a lot of urgency and a lot of obligations and a lot of stress. Yeah. It just felt like I was on this concrete hamster wheel and I knew things left brained as well. Yeah. Like logically I knew, for example, social media, I don't, I don't do selfies because I'm a bad millennial. I, I don't like social media. I don't know how to do selfies. My arms are way too short. <laughs> I can't measure. <laughs> And that that held me back for such a long time. And after a while, after a while, it's like you know what? Like, yeah, I have the professional branding photos, and yeah, yeah I have all the all the accolades, and yeah, I want to sit here and help you understand verb conjugations for vos in Argentina. But at oh, the end man. of the day, the my vos. oh yeah, um, my intuition was very much like small events. Mm small events are where the magic is mm -hmm. and doing things like book clubs and conversation clubs and small classes or small webinars or small retreats like yeah I I put small in front of it because in my mind it's very intimate it's very much quality not quantity because I've always gone for quality over quantity even if the external world says quantity is what is yeah. what matters and, and content and quality is and quantity is king but at the end of the day it was that kind of decision and yes my left brain has a lot of fun with automations and process maps and creating social and creating the curriculum for a lot yeah. of this stuff but the intuition is what's leading it it's the engine and without the intuition the car doesn't run and yeah, you yeah. can try to put a lawnmower battery in it and it might run for a little bit, but it's not going to run. 
sustainably or as fast or as quality as, as you would want. And it was that complete kind of reframing and rethinking of what intuition is mm. and how I need it and how everyone needs it. Because to be quite honest, before I saw intuition, I was like, oh, so you spread some sage and you put three crystals out at a 33 degree angle and and then you pray to the gods of something and, and you get intuitive. And it was you just get intuitive. <laughs> you become intuitive. You get intuitive and you get intuitive. <laughs> now that I'm learning different. actually what it is yeah. and how everyone needs it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why wasn't this around for the last two and a half years where I was running on this concrete hamster wheel thinking about quantity and content and followers and, you know, specs. Yeah. Right. And isn't it so much more fun? Like I feel when we open up that channel, I don't know, there's just so much more pleasure and joy in the journey. And uh, I think that, you know, as entrepreneurs, the journey of entrepreneurship is a bumpy one, a messy one, a scary one, a inconsistent one. A uh, I just have the imprevisible in French. How do you say imprevisible? We don't know what to expect. Um, not perceptive. No, it's like we don't know what to expect. It's okay. in in oh. My goodness, now my French brain has taken over. <laughs> Anyways, it's a lot of things, right? And so it is a journey um, that requires a lot of resilience, a lot of perseverance, uh, a lot of patience, a lot of poder, a lot of power, a lot of strength. And so it's so nice to bring in that more soft fluid energy, which is like our yin, our feminine energy, right? It's balancing the yin and the yang. Um, I was, I'd be curious to hear like, what is like the most powerful or interesting thing that you've learned or discovered about intuition being part of your business journey? Does anything come to mind? I mean, for me, it's, it's so strange, but, um, a lot of times intuition comes through on song. So there's a song that I've been playing nonstop from Sampa the Great, um, who's from Zambia and then moved to Australia. And um, she has a song called Energy. And that to me, anytime that we start talking about intuition, um, because she talks a lot about intuition in that song, I immediately associate it with energy. Um, and energy for for me and my life and and the content in which I teach it's so apparent in people so it has allowed me to show up I think more relaxed more genuine and with a different sort of energy I think a more reflective or a more graceful energy mm. um versus like the me that was prior of here's our agenda, here's our KPIs, let's get down to business, here's what I'm going to do, here's what you're going to do, okay, bye. Um, and it's it's allowed a lot more flow, a lot more conversation, a lot more fun. 
which is so needed because when you talk about Spanish and Spanish culture and the language and even the literature, it requires people. There are people in the plaza. There are people dancing. There are people in the clubs. There are people in the pueblos, pueblitos, however and wherever they congregate. It requires people. And yes, obviously language requires people. You need two people to have a conversation, but you need multiple people in order to have a community. And yeah. that that's really what, what I help people with. Mm -hmm. Finding their community, finding their yeah. pertenecer. Yeah. Because we all have to belong in some way. Yes. And I have to say that, like, I have been a student in your sessions and I just did your book club and we, we so feel like we belong when we're with you. Um, and I think that's one of your gifts really is making people feel like they are in the right place with the right people. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful feeling. And I've met some incredible women through, um, our little intimate group that we had. Um, and yeah, I just think it's, it's really, really wonderful. So I'm curious before we tie things off is what is the next intuitive thing that's nudging you forward? Is there a, cause there's not always something like intuition does take breaks. <laughs> um, like you said before, like we need moments to pause. We need to sit on the bench sometimes. And sometimes we need to go back into our cozy little shell. Like I, I'm always saying, cause I'm a Cancerian. I'm like, okay, is it time to take off the granny slippers or is it time to put on the granny slippers? Cause sometimes we need to put them on and just rest a little bit. Um, is there anything nudging you forward intuitively right now? And would you like to share it? There, there are a few things um, because also with being intuitive and being left-brained, there's also in the back of my mind, a uh, good friend of mine is a strengths finders coach. Ooh, so she, uh, <laughs> a couple years ago, she gave me a whole strengths finders, um, almost like therapy session, if you will. My, my top strength is having ideas. So there are always ideas percolating. Um, my, my intuition has now kind of helped me figure out which ideas are good to marinate, mm -hmm. good to percolate, good to bench, or good to hop on and ride hard and fast. So um, for me, that looks like small groups. Um, I've started an English conversation club for English learners. I am doing another book club with Ecuento from Isabel Allende, which is right behind me, um, the Cuentos de Eva Luna. So just a really short story, four weeks for all levels um, that we're just, we're going to dive in <laughs> and check that, check that box off of a goal because reading a book in Spanish can be hard. So oh, yeah, making that a little bit more bite-sized, but still mm. fun and hopefully a good safe space. And then um having a podcast learning a spanish word per episode that is music to my ears because i have been dying to see you create your own podcast because one is like so nice just being in your energy and you're so fun and so funny and you make learning just so much fun so 
it's going to be so good. And, um, I have to say like, there's so many people that I meet who are like dying to learn Spanish. Like there's so many people who want to learn Spanish. And I have to say that if you are in any way curious or like yearning, if your intuition is like, I think I want to play with this, you got to reach out to Megan and we're going to put the links to, um, the website in the, in the podcast notes, um, there's so many different ways in which you can, people can learn with you. Like you said, there's like coffee chats, there's book clubs, there's coaching, there's all kinds of things. Um, and there's, I really feel like we can show up at the level that we're at and you hold space for us where we are, which is really great. Um, and also I've, I've been there. <laughs> right? the exactly. Exactly. I've been every, every single step, but, um, it's similar to intuition it's vale el esfuerzo so it's worth the effort it's vale la pena is another one that's hugely used it's worth the pain but i would also say it's worth el esfuerzo that effort you need to have the strength yeah um for intuition for language for living internally as well Mm. as externally yeah and Megan and I have a lot of things in common, including we're two tech nerds, like total tech nerds. And so Megan also has a uh, tech support company. So if you're looking, there's so many entrepreneurs, my God, that are looking for tech VAs. Um, so we'll put the link to that website as well. So people can have access to that and uh, all of your socials and all the things. And I just want to say thank you so much for just coming to you know, hang out and chat about this and sharing your story, which I think is really powerful. And I hope it's going to inspire others to, yeah, to just like follow those little yearnings and see what happens. And um, we, you know, we are here to support you as an entrepreneur. If you want to join us in the intuitive business incubator, which is essentially a um, business and personal growth program that we host within the School of Intuitive Leadership. So like I said, we offer intuitive support, practical and strategic support. We have a meditation room, a virtual meditation room. We have guest experts that come in. Uh, There's biweekly lessons, just like a lot of stuff for you to always just keep kind of like um, leaning into. So my goal with the program um, is like, because if I look back at my journey as an entrepreneur, I can see that like in different moments, I need to lean into different things. I don't always need marketing strategy. I don't always need uh, technical stuff. Sometimes I need a soft space to land on a day where I'm like, my business is broken and I have just failed for the rest of my life, you know, or like I'm getting this weird nudge to do something and I don't know what to do with this vision or this idea. So the goal is really for entrepreneurs to have a place to lean into depending on what they need in each moment. Um, And, you know, naturally you just receive a lot of emotional support throughout this journey as an entrepreneur. So it's really fun. Um, And we would love to have you if you want to join us. And um, I will let you go back to your day and go see Norman because I know he's probably waiting on you. (laughs) Norman is Megan's dog. You you know my puppy very well. I know, right? He's like... (laughs) upside down on the couch just living his best life but he is almost bilingual so just a few other commands and he will he will be more bilingual than my husband 
Wow. <laughs> Mine. I have my work cut out for me. <laughs> Mine are trilingual. English, French, and Spanish. Yes. We wow. go we go through all three in a day. That is a new life level unlocked. <laughs> that is fabulous. I your dogs are smarter than than I am because French is still it's it's out there. I I will grab it. When oh, I mean, it's... if I would not have been raised by, you know, in the French culture, I would not probably have learned French. It's a complicated language, but maybe we need to start like, you know, language classes for dogs. Yes, because I I'm sick of all these random weird stares that I get when I tell Norman to siéntate, cállate, <laughs> and he sits down and he stops whining and he's like, "Okay." And all these people are like, oh, oh. what? what is this magic? <laughs> I just took my three crystals out and put them at 33 degree angles. And Bam. all of a sudden, my dog is bilingual. <laughs> magic. <laughs> oh, Megan, thank you for making me laugh as always. It was so nice to have you. And um, I can't wait to share this amazing podcast with everybody in our community. Oh. Thank you so much for having me and for holding space for me and so many others out there who are just ready to start living life arms wide open. Yes. Let's do it together. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me on the podcast today. If you want to join us in leading your business and life intuitively to experience more ease, flow, and growth, check out the schoolofintuitiveleadership.com. I want to leave you with this little bit of wisdom. The actions you're not willing to take or the decisions you're not willing to make are the ones that will change your life. Trust your intuition, take the leaps, follow what you know to be true, even if it's not always easy or convenient. Because doing this will always bring you where you're meant to go next and allow you to step into the highest expression of who you came here to be. Your feedback and support means so much to me. So if you have a moment, please share your thoughts about the podcast by leaving a review or a testimonial. And if you're inspired, please share this episode with your friends and your community. I'll see you on the next episode.